This is a message that was recorded at Word of Life, a London City Church in Lewisham, London. May God bless you as you listen. We might finish early today. Uh, it, it's interesting because when I look back to growing up in Nigeria some 60-something years ago, Christmas, now we actually start from Christmas Eve when we will be in church. Then Christmas, we're all dressed up to celebrate and you eat a lot of chicken and a lot of rice, and then Boxing Day, we will also go out and we will enjoy ourselves. And then we wait for the 31st. But you know, the question I've always asked myself, do I really understand or did I really understand what I was doing? <laughs> but as I contemplated on what I was going to share today, the Lord laid on my heart thanksgiving. Amen. The truth is that on a daily basis, we should learn to thank God for the gift of his son. And that's why that song really makes sense when he says, Mary, did you know? Did you realize who you were carrying? <laughs> that you were not just carrying a baby. You were carrying the creator of the universe. Amen. You were carrying the Messiah. So the Lord then laid a scripture on my heart. And it's a scripture that most times when we do nativities and things like that, we hardly read. It's found in the book of Luke 2, 25 to 32. And I'm going to read about two people in scripture. The first one is Simeon. He says in Luke 2, 25, he says, A man named Simeon lived in Jerusalem. He was a good man who was devoted to God. He was waiting for the time when God will come to help Israel. The Holy Spirit was with him. The Holy Spirit told him that he would not die before he saw the Messiah from the Lord. The Spirit led Simeon into the temple. So he was there when Mary and Joseph brought the baby Jesus to do what the Jewish law said they must do. Simeon took the baby in his arms and thanked God. Oh, hallelujah. He took the baby in his hands and he thanked God. And he didn't only stop there. Verse 20 now says, now he said, now, Lord, let me, your servant, die in peace. As you said, I have seen with my own eyes how you will save your people. Now all the people can see your plan. It is a light to show your way to all the nations and he will bring honor to your people Israel. So we see from this scripture that Simeon was waiting. Amen. He was waiting. He was anxiously waiting because the Lord has said to him that he will see the Messiah. Amen. And when he saw the Messiah, 
the Holy Spirit revealed it to him. May the Lord open our eyes to see the true Jesus. Amen. Amen. You might wonder why I say true Jesus. Because Paul also tells us that they do preach another Jesus to us and we've accepted it. May the Lord open our eyes to see the true Jesus. Because when we behold the true Jesus, we will always be in, we will always be in joy. We will always be able to say thank you. Amen. Now let me show you another person in scripture. Luke 2, 36 to 38. Now we see the lady called Anna. Verse 36. Anna, a prophetess, was there at the, temp at the temple. She was from the family of Penuel in the tribe of Asher. She was now very old. She had lived with her husband seven years before he died and left her alone. She was now 84 years old. Anna was always at the temple. She never left. She worshipped God by fasting and praying day and night. Anna was there when Joseph and Mary came to the temple. She praised God and talked about Jesus to all those who were waiting for God to free Jerusalem. This is another lady. She was a widow. You know, I'm wondering, at what age did her husband die? But she remained in the house of the Lord. And I believe she was one of those ones that said to herself, I must see the Messiah. Amen. I know scripture has written about the Messiah. I must see the Messiah. But you know what's interesting? As I was contemplating on these, as I was looking through these, I, I began to realize during my devotion that there is something quite interesting in this scripture. So there's something also that I read during my devotion, and I'm just going to read it to you. It says, in the year 2015, a collector had purchased two paintings by French Impressionist Claudia Monet. The year prior, it is said upon closer inspection, he found the third painting by Monet taped to the back of one of the paintings. The three paintings combined were later valued at over $2 million. It is also said that a man in Scotland found a rolled-up painting by Pablo Picasso that probably had been in his mother's attic for half a century. It is estimated worth was $170 million. When I read these stories, I began to say to myself, these are treasures. One was in an attic. One bought it. But how do you think they felt when they realized the price of what they had in their possession? Amen. And I believe this was what happened to Anna and Simeon. When they realized the prophecy was being fulfilled before their own eyes. Amen. When they realized that Jesus, this baby that was wrapped in a swaddling cloth, is the Savior, the Messiah of the world. But do you know what's interesting? Every other person that went into that temple at that time must have seen Jesus as another baby. They must have seen Jesus as the son of a carpenter that came to be dedicated. But they did not see the Messiah. Amen. 
And I want to say to you, people of God, it is very, very possible for us sometimes to say we are born again and yet not realized the, the, the sacrifice at Calvary. It might be possible for us to say we're born again and yet not realize how much it cost the Father. Now, let me, let me give you a picture. How many of you realize that Jesus was not the only person on that cross? How many of you realize that? He wasn't the only person. It was God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Because scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, it says, for God was in Christ reconciling us to himself. Amen. Everyone in that place missed Isaiah, Isaiah 9 verse 6 which says, for unto all the child is born, unto all the son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Everyone saw a baby but these two saw the counselor, the mighty God, the prince of peace, the everlasting father. Who do you see today? Who are you celebrating? Hey, people of God, do you understand where I'm coming from? And that's where thanksgiving needs to come. From us to say, Father, you gave your son. You gave yourself. To frail humanity in form of a baby. Our heart is filled with thanksgiving. Our heart is filled with gratitude. I tell you what's funny. The title, what was meant to be the title of my message today was, Whose birthday is it anyway? <laughs> Whose birthday is it anyway? Because who do you see when you celebrate Christmas? Who do you see when we celebrate, when we eat, when we, who do we see? Who is the center of that celebration? Hallelujah. Because the more we make him the center of the celebration, the more blessed we will become. I, I, I love listening to radio dramas sometimes. I listen to this one. It was a radio play in which um, they had celebrated the birthday of a young man. They finished the celebration and the guest, everyone was gone. And then the parents turned around and said, where is the celebrant anyway? He was not at his party. <laughs> I don't know if you've gotten the picture. It epitomizes what we do with Christmas. <laughs> that we sometimes celebrate Christmas without Jesus. Amen. We celebrate it, but like Simeon and Anna, we've not discovered who the celebrant is. And there are many people out there who still do not realize who the celebrant is, but we celebrate him. Amen. But today we want to thank God for giving us such a wonderful celebrant. Amen. For giving us, you know, when we sing joy to the world, the Lord has come. 
It's because Emmanuel left his throne in heaven and came down to be with mortal men. You know, when I think of the word empathy, Jesus did not have pity on us. Amen. Because pity is not love. Are you getting me? But when we really look at empathy, empathy is not you actually saying, I, I have pity on someone. Empathy is actually you coming to the level of that person and say, no, you don't have to be there. You can come up higher. When I look at the fact that the Son of God had to be born in a manger, he had to be born among lambs, among goats. Can you imagine the king of the world? It, let me be a little bit naughty here, but this is not being naughty. I'm just using it as an example. Can you imagine Prince Harry or Lady Diana and Prince Charles when they wanted to give birth? They were at the point of giving birth, but they found no portal. No hospital. And then Harry had to be given birth to. Either in the back of a car or a truck or something. What will people say? But then can you imagine the son of the creator of the universe? The one who spoke the earth into being. The one who stretched out the earth like a curtain. Being given birth to. In a manger. We have every reason to thank God. For coming down to our level. One of the things I realized about empathy is that. Empathy is someone in a mud. And you want to. You, you're not saying get up. Get up. You're actually stepping into the mud. To bring them out of the mud. Amen. Even if it means you having to carry them on your back. Even if it means you having to hug them. Guess what? The mud rubs on you. And that was what Jesus did. So when we celebrate Christmas, let's not just celebrate a baby. Let's celebrate a man, the Lord, the Savior, the Messiah of the whole earth. Am I making sense, people of God? Amen. Oh, people of God, you know the funny thing is that when we look at the text of these two elderly people, Verse 25 of Luke 2 says, A man named Simeon lived in Jerusalem. He was a good man. He was devoted to God. He was waiting for the time when God will come to help Israel. And the Holy Spirit told him. Now today I want you to say, Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to me anew. Amen. I don't want to see Jesus with the same way I saw him yesterday. Amen. His mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. Amen. He says he waited. He waited. And when Jesus came, he recognized Jesus as the Messiah. Amen. And he thanked God. Amen. He thanked God. Let's look at Anna also. Anna, the Bible says in Luke 2.30, it says, Anna now says, For my eyes have seen your salvation 
which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and glory to the God of Israel. You know, this woman just devoted herself to God, even though she had lost her husband. I know what's interesting. These two did not allow their circumstance. They did not allow their situation. They did not allow the current situation in Israel because as of, as of that time, as of that time in Israel, Israel was ruled by the Romans. And so they did not allow that. But they were ready, waiting to see the Messiah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want you to thank God today because there's so much to thank God for. Hallelujah. We have so much to thank God for for today. We are privileged to be invited to the birthday of his son. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we don't get crushed. You and I haven't get crushed. Those who do not know him have get crushed. Amen. But you and I, we know him. Amen. And when we go to celebrate someone's birthday, what do we do? We're going to rejoice with them. We're going to thank God, thank the parents for them. We're going to thank them for inviting us. And I just felt strongly in my heart that the Lord was saying, let's thank God. Let's thank God for Jesus. Amen. You know, I don't know about you, but I say this sometimes when we are counseling doing premarital counseling and I always say to them you don't open your present before your wedding day you open it after your wedding day does it make sense so your wedding present is precious and you know the funny thing about Jesus is that when God gave us his son he wanted us to open the present immediately the day we asked Jesus to come into our lives was when we opened the present. So today, we can be called sons of God. Today, we can be co-heirs with Christ Jesus. Today, we can have access into his presence. Today, we can go before the Father and pray. We can call him Abba Father because of Jesus. Love came down at Christmas. Amen. Love is the reason, or Christ is the reason for the season. I don't want it to become a cliche, because some things have become cliches. I want it to become a reality, so that when we talk about Jesus, we're talking about who we are celebrating. And we should learn to celebrate him every day. I read something today, um, I think, Coming down, I, I read something which says that by, is it by the year 20-something that 50% of people in Britain will be Christians. Less than 50% will be Christian, will, will refer to themselves as Christians. And I laughed. You know why? Because people are still getting saved. <laughs> God is still doing a work. Christ is still receiving sinners. Hallelujah. Christ is still healing. 
Christ is still delivering. That's why he's called the wonderful. He's called wonderful. The one who heals. The one who delivers. The one who sets captives free. He's called the prince of peace. Because he brings peace into your home. He's called the everlasting father. Because he loves you the way a father loves. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Counselor. Because he gives you the right counsel. If you go to him. So I want us to spend some time. This afternoon, just to thank God. Amen. Just to thank God. Think about yourself, where you were before you found Jesus. Think about who you are, you were, the kind of a person you were. Or if you haven't found him, the gift is there. He says, I stand and I knock. If anyone opens, hallelujah, he's standing. He's knocking and he's saying, open. Because I want to come and dine with you. Open because I want to come and make my abode in you. Open because I have set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Hallelujah. So this afternoon, I want us to stand on our feet if we can. And if there is anyone out there. You do not know Jesus or you're here. You've never, ever given your life to Christ. You've been coming to church. And I say this, you can be in a garage, live in a garage, but it does not make you a car. Okay? So you can come to church as much as you like. It does not make you a Christian. You only become a Christian on the day you say, Lord Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of my life. I hand over control of my life to you. So if you're here today and you do not know him as your Lord and Savior or you're listening to me out there and he's not the Lord and the Savior of your life, I just want to ask you to do this. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I thank you for coming down. I thank you for dying on the cross. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died for me. Lord Jesus, I apologize for my sinful ways. I apologize for neglecting you. I ask you, Lord Jesus, please come into my life and be my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Amen. If you have said that prayer with me now, put up your hands. Or if you've you said it while on the stream, can you please get in touch with us? And we will send something out to you. Amen. Is there anyone here? You've lifted up your hands. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. You know what I want us to do? I just want us to adore him. Shelly Ann, can I have you come, please? Please, guys, come. You know, we sing this song. We say, Oh, come, all ye faithful. Joyful and triumphant, oh come, But you know the one I really want us to sing, oh come let us adore him. Because the Bible says the angels, when they heard, they went to worship him. The wise men, when they heard, they went to worship him. So we want to worship him. We want to thank him. So where you are right now, begin to lift up your voices and begin to thank God for Jesus. Are there things that Jesus has done for you? Thank him for salvation. Thank him for your salvation. Thank him for the fact that you're alive today.
Thank him for the fact that he has brought you from a mighty long way. Thank him because he brought you out of the murray clay and set your feet upon the rock. Thank him because the Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Forget not his benefits. People of God, lift up your voices. I know you have the mask on, but begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you that we can celebrate you. We thank you that we can celebrate your son. Today we lift up our voices and we say thank you, King Jesus. Thank you, the Lord of Lords. We celebrate you in this place. We'll celebrate you because you first loved us. We celebrate you because you gave your life, oh God, as a propitiation for our sins. We celebrate you, Abba Father. We celebrate you, King of Kings. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. Oh God, thank you. Thank you. You are worthy of all our praises. You are worthy of all honor. You are worthy of all, oh God, oh God, all adoration. And so we come, we come to adore you. We come to worship you. We come to give you praise. We come to give you honor. We come to give you, oh God, oh God, oh God. Worthy are you, Lord. Worthy are you. You are worthy. You are worthy. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, come, let us
think about where God has brought you from. Because of Jesus, because of the birth of Jesus, we have so much to thank When we think about where we could have been, when we think about what could have happened, but thank you for Jesus. to him the things he's done for you because of Jesus. Where you are, begin to recount and count them. There's so much. There's so much. If I were to count, Lord, how you brought me out of a miracle, my salvation, where you brought me from, when I was on my way to hell, but you found me, you brought me, oh God, out of the miracle. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God, because like Jacob, I came, oh God, just one person. But Father God, you've blessed me, oh God, with children. You've blessed me, oh God, with a job. You've blessed me, oh God, with a home. You've blessed me, oh God, with, 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 with miracles, healing. Oh God, oh God, oh God, I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing in this church. And I just want to bless you. There's so much, there's so much, there's so much, there's so much to thank him for because of his love because of his kindness there is so much because of the birth of Jesus oh thank you for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given oh we thank you we thank you for the counselor we thank you for him who is wonderful. We thank you for the mighty God. We thank you for the everlasting father. We thank you for the prince of peace. We thank you that he who created heavens and earth will step out of eternity to be with us. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, oh God. We thank you and we bless your name. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for today. And we just bless your children. We say bless them. Even as we go, oh God, and we come to the 31st of December, this year, we're praying, oh God, that we'll have more testimonies. We pray, oh God, that there will be miracles. We pray, oh God, that there will be wonders, signs and wonders. We pray, oh God, that those who have been in a position of waiting and waiting, you will turn things around. Father God, just as you said, just as Jesus said, he said, were there not ten? Why is it that it's only one leper that has returned? And Jesus immediately, you said, your faith has made you whole. And I pray, oh God, that the faith of these ones, oh God, will make them whole. Their faith will open doors for them. Their faith will set captives free. Their faith will bring them, oh God, to replace, oh God, of, high, of their higher calling in the name of Jesus. I declare right now in the mighty name of Jesus that the peace of God, the joy of God, the, uh, the anointing of God will be upon your lives in the name of Jesus. You are more than a conqueror. The word of God says whatsoever Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. I declare concerning you today that whatever your situation, whatever your circumstance, as you celebrate Jesus, may there be victory for you. May there be victory for you. May doors be opened for you in the name of Jesus. Those who need healing, I command healing. 
those who need deliverance, I command deliverance in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And the people of God said, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now let's share the grace. May the, the grace of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, Christ the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your lives, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. We see you here on the 31st of December. Come with your testimonies for the 31st of December, and we're going to have a time of prayer. Um, is it 45 minutes of prayer? <laughs> on the 31st, we're praying, we're having songs, and we believe that God will bless you, and we will usher you into the year 2022. Amen. Amen. God bless you. If you have been blessed by this message, please don't hesitate to contact us at www.wordoflife-lcc.org. And remember, God loves you 